For this episode, I think I really need to keep myself in check because I have a fear this might get a little out of hand a little quickly. This week, I'm asking everyone, what offends you and why? And I'm excited to hear what everyone else has to say because I have my opinions. Here, I'm Behind Every Story. What's up, everyone? My name's Jason, and this is Behind Every Story. If this is your first time with us, let me explain what's happening here. I love stories from comics to film, songs to jokes, sitting around a campfire with a single best buddy, or being in an audience surrounded by strangers enveloped by a storyteller. I love hearing people's stories. And even more than that, I love hearing the behind those stories. I like hearing what led up to that story happening. This show is the proverbial director's commentary on the movie of life. This is episode number 44 of 50 of the COVID-50. Now, before we begin, a note of warning. The topics we explore on the show may not be suitable for all listeners. This podcast deals with real people and real stories. These stories may contain and deal with graphic language, adult themes, sexual content, or violence. Listener discretion is advised. This week, we're discussing what offends you. And the reason I kind of gave that warning in the beginning of the episode is, man, I get offended kind of easy, but the older I get, the more I'm letting it brush off sometimes. Sometimes I do let it fester and build up and the anger really kind of overboils. My very first podcast, which I think now has been officially scrubbed off the internet, was a movie review podcast where I did experiments trying to watch new films that I had never seen or never heard of. And while watching them, I was very boisterous and very insulting and angry in my reviews because I took film as this high art form that should be respected and crafted. And no film was worth my time unless it was criterion or extremely highbrow and and high end and, and fancy and blah, 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 blah. Since then, I have gained an utter respect for almost all film, even utter garbage, because I love the passion that people have to create. And it is wrong of me, at least in my opinion, to look down on anyone for creating and having a vision. Thank you, Bugsy, for being back on the episode. Uh, You are a fan favorite from what I've been told on the messages. So thank you for uh, voicing your opinion there. But to me, art no longer offends me. Or the creators of art no longer offend me. Now, it's about other people. And what really offends me is when other people have no concern or value or any kind of knowledge or concept that other people exist around them. In a previous episode, I discussed how, to me, one of the worst things, one of the worst feelings that I have is being a burden to someone else. And I don't mean in the extreme degree, but I mean like putting my shopping cart in front of someone while they're shopping, I get extremely flustered by that. Why? 
because I don't want other people to feel the way I feel when they're being a burden to me. This can be seen in a multitude of facets in my life, but no bigger places than driving and being in a store. When I'm driving, other people around me not using their turn signals or just swerving in and out and not paying attention and or even considering that other people are around them, it's shocking to me and it offends me greatly. And yes, it is a burden on my day and my time, but really it's a burden on my conscience because now I know that people are out there who have no consideration for the safety or the well-being of other people. When I'm driving and someone turns in front of me without using a turn signal, my very first thought, my very first thought is that this person has no consideration for other life or concern of anyone else's safety. And they are so self-indulged that they think they are the only person here. And that scares me. That terrifies me that someone would be that self-delusional. Another time is like when you're at a shopping center and you're in your car and people drive through the parking lot lanes, that sends shivers down my spine. And my wife will do it when no one's around just to get a rise out of me if I'm in the passenger seat. And if someone drives through the lines, to me, that screams that that person doesn't care if people are walking around in there. They just want to get someplace faster. And to me, that's just, it, 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 it hurts. It, it, it offends me. <laughs> the last thing of the offending of other people's inconsideration is in stores. And I never see this more than grocery stores. And the top of my list of grocery stores is Costco. People will leave a cart in the middle of an aisle and you're expected to walk around their cart or to go down a different path because they couldn't take the time to move their cart out of the way to make sure that everyone else could go about their business. Now, I see this all the time. Or when if you're coming out of an aisle and you don't look both ways before you come out and people just come out expecting me not to run into their cart, there have been days where I've been grumpy and I will hit their cart or say something because I believe you should take going through a grocery store the same way as driving in public. It is about safety and it's about other people's well-being and concern for other people. I am getting on my high horse and my soapbox, and I need to apologize for that. But I think that's what this episode is about, is what is offending you and what's eating at you. And I need to emphasize that, again, I apologize for my actions and my feelings, but I don't apologize for why I feel them. Because I think it's important to express your feelings, to express your opinions in a constructive manner. But now that we are officially off topic, let me reel it back in and say we're going to go on a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to hear what offends everybody else. Stay tuned.
What's something that offends you? Ignorance. Ignorance offends me greatly. There's, it's okay if you're stupid. I'm, I'm all for stupid. I'm stupid on a lot of things. I just don't know and can't get, you know, my brain around it. But I think ignorance is willful, uh, not knowing, uh, these, uh, like our latest, greatest thing is people yelling at Chinese people because of this virus, you know, Chinese Americans, you know, they have no, that is a huge thing of ignorance and that offends me and that makes me mad. Um, that makes me, yeah, I, I, I hate that. I hate ignorance. Um, What's the difference between ignorance and stupidity? Stupidity is you just can't figure it out, right? You don't have the mental capacity to figure it out. Ignorance is when you've, I feel, is when you've been giving the information, the right information, and you choose to ignore it. I mean, there is another version of ignorance, but I'm meaning more of a social ignorance. Mm. All right. Yeah, I'm not going off of Webster's here. Okay. Yeah. Because, like, yes, because real ignorance is you just don't know. You don't mm-hmm. know. But when I talk about ignorance, I mean, you know, I I, I mean, uh, basically, uh, uh, a cinnamon, 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 cinnamon. Took me a second, but I got it. Synonym <laughs> for uh, racist, homophobic, uh, all the phobics. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying when I say it. Hi, my name is Chris. I'm from Elgin, Illinois. You know, I think now being older is just blatant ignorance of um, the situation that you're in and we're all guilty of it but I think just being so absorbed um, that you don't know what that effect has on other people that kind of offends me Um, you know when it's not like I'm not like I get horribly offended I just think it's you know I just think it's ignorant and very it's a hard one especially you know, when older people come to you and say, you know, you're going to know this or your mom or dad will come to you and say, when you get to be my age, you'll realize it. Um, you know, the, the, like the, you spend like your younger self saying, oh, my parents don't know anything. And then you get to be closer to their age and you go, man, they actually knew what they were talking about. Mostly, maybe not entirely, but they kind of had a really good idea about what happens. And that, that you look at people and they just don't get some of that sometimes, or especially when they're older, it's like, why didn't you just get, why didn't you get the, the manual or the, the playbook or the, you know, the wake up call that says, Hey, quit being a, you know, no, I say douche or dick or whatever. Just, it's like, you know, get over it. You know, there's more people here. <laughs> you know, I, I, I take this worldview is that I'm one of 7 billion other people or 6 billion, however, on the, many on this planet. I don't think that a vast, vast, vast majority give a rat's ass about what happens to me. So that I should try to make the people around me lives a little bit better um, so that we can all get along and make it work. 
as opposed to just being like, I'm the only one that's right. That doesn't, doesn't happen now. Does that mean I do it all the time? No, but um, I mean, I, I try to take that philosophy. My name is Stella and I'm from Chicago. People that are inauthentic, people that hide behind a mask, I think that is the the most offensive thing ever. And I know why people do it. I feel like people are in their different parts of their journey. But I feel like it's such a, like I can sense it when somebody's lying to me or when they're not being who they really are. And I can just, it oozes off of them. And all I want to do is just say, just say, stop the bullshit and just be who you are. And it just, it's so offensive. And I know people aren't trying to be offensive, but it is. My name is Potato Johnson, and I am from Crystal Lake, Illinois. Stupidity. Willful stupidity. We live in a world where the answer to anything is at your fingertips. Everyone has a cell phone. Everyone has Google. You can do just about anything yourself or answer any question. And when somebody says, I don't, and especially at work, when somebody says either that's not my job mm-hmm. or I don't know that fucking bothers the hell out of me because my entire position of where I've gotten to is by Googling and figuring shit out myself. You know, it's like, Oh, whoops. Top search results. I said Google. My phone heard me. <laughs> um, and, and that really, it, in the age we're in, the fact that so many young people are such fucking morons offends the hell out of me. Like, it, they don't know shit, but they act like they're the smartest people on the face of the planet and that everyone else is the moron. And, and it really is like we have a plague and it's wiping out the wrong people. Hello, my name's Dan from Cambridge, UK. Uh, Greed. What about greed offends you? I've just never been a fan of the, uh, as long as me and mine are okay, sod everybody else sort of attitude, you know? I think everybody should just be happy, get along and be looked after. Yeah. It's what happens when you come from broken stuff. My name is John. I am from the west suburbs of Chicago. Um, I mean, something that... I'm offended. I'm offended by anyone who tries to force their uh, beliefs on other people for sure. Uh, and I'm, uh, whether that be religious or political, like I, I just don't, it, it fills me with rage. It upsets me uh, because I don't care what other people think. I don't know why they need to care what I think. Uh, but that being said, the other thing that truly offends me, uh, not to sound like a big old hippy dippy is that uh, people who, people who treat other people callously, like they don't matter uh, in any circumstance, like is, 
I think it's unacceptable because all we have, all all humanity has, is each other, and we shouldn't be treating everybody like shit. You know, I don't like it. That bums me out. I am Lauren, and I am from Chicago, Illinois. I don't get offended. Uh, it's really hard to offend me. I'm pretty open-minded uh, to anybody's opinion. So nothing ever really offends me. Um, I'm very sensitive to like the autism world and special needs children. Um, so when people are like, oh, you know, it's, you know, you're fine. Life for you is fine. But when it comes to having an autistic son, it's actually really, really hard. So I don't really think that people understand that. But for the most part, in like general, it, ta it takes a lot to really offend me. My name is Zach. I live in Fort Worth, Texas. Um, I can definitely be taken off the handle pretty quick. Um, prejudice or people with a closed mindset where they, they think one way and, and then you kind of spell it out for them. Like in the military, it's called Barney it up. So you Barney it up for somebody. You make it so that somebody who watches Barney could understand. You break it down that far. Um, and, and it's those people that um, even when you do that for them, still have a prejudice. They still think the way they do. Um, that definitely sets me off the handle. It's like, how can you treat something or someone that way when they've done you no harm, done you no wrong? Um, you know, it doesn't affect you at all whatsoever, yet you, you, you don't like that something or that someone for some petty reason. And that just grinds my gears. My name is Rob and I am from the Midwest in America. I get, uh, boy, I would never say I was one who gets easily offended, but I don't like racism and sexism at all. Uh, you know, when you're, when we were younger, that was kind of the, the language of comedy. It was everywhere and it was in our society. And I always felt a little uncomfortable with it, but I, partook like everybody did. You called people names and you said things that were awful. And as I became more aware that I was part of that culture, there was a point, uh, actually there, there's a specific point. I thought I was done with any of that. And we were up on stage at the blue box and I made some joke and from the audience, Martha said, not cool, dude. And I went, what are you talking about? She goes, know your audience. That's not cool. And then I thought about it and I'm like, that was sexist, what I said, even though it was meant as a joke and it really wasn't meant wholeheartedly, it was sexist. I was pretty offended by myself in that respect, that I that I was unaware and that I, I said something like that. And since then, I've tried really, really hard to not do any of that stuff. And I think I do a pretty damn good job of it now. Uh and I, I'm pretty offended when I, when I hear it and see it. I, all those movies we loved when we were kids, like those 80s movies, man, I, I find a lot of them pretty offensive now because it's like, wow, that's rape culture, and we didn't even know it. We didn't even identify it. 
You know, I have a real problem with that. And the way women are treated, it it, it bothers me to my core. Uh, I can't understand why that's even a thing. Like it's it's incomprehensible to me. So that's where I get offended. I think. And racism too. I mean, it's ridiculous. Come on, we're take the skin off. We're all the same thing, right? So that skin color has to go away. Cultures, yeah, different cultures. Just celebrate them. Stop taking a crap on them. We're all different. My name is Marie, and I am from St. Paul, Minnesota. Stinky feet. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> especially my brother's stinky feet. Um, my There's two different things that I'm thinking of. One is definitely, like, anytime anyone makes fun of anyone in the LGBTQ community can be pretty offensive. It's like, I'm kind of over it at this point. Uh, It'll continue to be a thing that, like, people just don't understand and will continue to not understand because it's against their religious beliefs or whatever they want to believe. Otherwise, as someone who's chronically ill, um, people not thinking that healthcare should be a basic human need or right. I wouldn't say that I'm offended when people say that no, like people don't need it. It's a they have a different political like idea of it. Um, but as someone who lives off of like socialized healthcare currently, and I had to give up like working full time in order to get it because otherwise I'd have no way of affording <laughs> being sick. Um, I, I got to see how that affects me and how it affects others. And I feel like other people wouldn't understand unless they're in that same situation, unless it affects them. It's hard for me to say that I am offended by it, but I guess I am a little bit, but only because it affects me. My name is Sarah, and I'm from a podunk town in Iowa. Not a lot of, there's very little that will offend me personally. Um, one thing that offends me is being cut off. The irony in that, like in conversation, being cut off when you're trying to explain something or you're debating something with someone and being cut off without being allowed to finish. With that being said, I do it more than anyone I know. <laughs> and my husband can attest to that because I never let him finish. Why does it bother you if you know you do, you do it? Because I think things are more offensive to you when you see it done back to you. Mm. And, um, you know, I could say, you know, general overall rudeness and things like that. But it, it makes me appreciate how offensive it is. And so it does offend me. Do you tend to to curb your cutting people off because you see it in other people when they do it to you? Not as much as I should. 
Fair enough. <laughs> I think it comes down to sometimes where I, I know why I do it. It's it's difficult to explain, but I I cut people off because all my life I've never wanted people to think I've tried to convince people I'm not stupid, which is kind of a dumb thing to say. But if someone's trying to tell you something that you already know, it's hard not to cut them off sometimes because you want to make sure they know you know that. <laughs> so that, that explains my husband and my relationship to a T. He'll try to explain things to me. He'll try to explain things to me. And I'm like, I know. And I'm like, and then I try to cut him off and try to continue what he's saying or try to finish his sentences. He hates it. If I try to finish his sentence, he just drives him crazy because sometimes it's right and sometimes it's wrong. But I just need to be quiet. Let him finish. <laughs> anyway. My name is Michael and I'm in the Naperville area. Oh, something that offends me a lot. So something that offends me a lot is um, especially how people think I'm privileged and I give it to them saying, you know, I don't have it as bad as some people, but I made choices differently than you did. And it all comes down to choices. And that really hurts when people say, oh, you got there because you're white or you got there because you're, you know, this or that or whatever, but I could have easily been this way, but still fucked up. And I could have easily have been that way, but still fucked up. We make decisions on our life and we have to be accountable for every single one of them, regardless of how they turned out. I am Chris and I am from Chicago. I would say the thing that offends me the most is people who don't respect my time. Because I try to go out of my way to show respect to other people as much as I can. And showing respect by being on time is one of the best ways that I could do that. So my partners get upset at me because I start freaking out once there's a potentiality of being late. And I tell them, like, I want to show people as much respect as I can towards them. When I see people that, for example, say, like, well, you know, like, I'm Indian. We run an Indian time, so I'm going to be two hours late. I say, like, don't allow that to be your excuse. Or, like, oh, we're Colombian. You know, Colombians are always an hour late. I tell them, like, no, that's just really disrespectful, and you should just change that. So I think that's my biggest irk, people who are not punctual. Especially mm. when they don't realize that people just, I think a lot of times think like, ah, like I'll just be half hour late. He's got nothing to do. A lot of times people don't realize that perhaps you do have a lot of things to do. Almost like this podcast. You had me from two to three o'clock. So I was not going to show up at two or five to set up my microphone. I was ready mm -hmm. at one forty-eight. Like it's very important for me that you know that I care about the thing that you're doing. And that's how I show my respect. My name is Sean, and I am from Chicago. 
Oh, ignorance. Like, sheer, like, just ignorance. Like, like people just choose not to accept, like, a truth and try to feed, like, personal propaganda or, like, personal viewpoints with no facts, like, drives me nuts. Like, my both my Indian parents know that I smoke weed, and obviously they're not for it. They're pretty much against it. But when they talk their opposition about it, like, they don't present facts. And so I'm like, you can't tell me anything or tell me not to do something that you don't know the facts to. And so it bugs the shit out of me because I'm just like, tell me facts. If you're not going to tell me facts, don't tell me anything. Like, don't talk to me about it. So I, I would just say like, like ignorance out of like personal propaganda. I, that, that it drives me nuts. My name is M. I am from Chicago, Illinois. Oh God, this is an easy one considering our current government. Um, <laughs> what offends me are, are people who are um, uh, greedy, who are only out for themselves, um, who uh, um, people who have no regard for uh, for the weak or the under-resourced or the um, uh, special needs or anybody else, like any in any type of marginal group, and they and they see them as disposable or uh, or less valuable. Why? Because people are important and there, but by the grace of God, go you, sir. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, just because you were born in a certain country, just because you were born to certain parents because or because you have a certain color of your skin or you have a certain leg up or you have a certain um, education or whatever it is like you, any, any human who then places themselves higher than another because of those circumstances, it's like, you could have just as easily been this person on the street. You could have easily just, you know, have been someone born with a disability or have a disability, you know, thrust upon you through an accident or whatever. Um, there are, I think that people separate themselves thinking they're better than others when it's a circumstance that got you to your position and not and not you being a fantastic human. You know what I mean? My name is Mark Allen Fishman. I am from Homewood, Illinois. Something that offends me. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll just get out in front of this. People who support Donald Trump, they offend me. How come? Because he has done enough and shown enough hatred for people in this country that I truly, at my core, do not understand how people could ever give that a pass in any way, shape, or form, save only for the millionaires and billionaires who have made straight fat bank off of him. 
save only those people. There is no excuse. My name is Brett and I'm from Chicago, Illinois. I'm offended by people who can't talk about something, an idea or a political stance without just dismissing the other person out of hand, without dismissing them as a human being. I think there's a, I don't like call out culture. And last night I heard a term called call in culture. And I think it's brilliant. I think there's, you know, it's, there was this whole thing in 2016, like, Oh, you're, you like Trump, like you're forever lost to me. You're gone. You're not, you're not, you're, you're a bad person. And while I maybe don't agree with Trump, I think that's a really dangerous idea and a dangerous thing that's become popular in a lot of different ways in our society. And, you know, I think as, as a person who's a liberal right now and very excited about voting for somebody who is not Trump, I would love to see, and and I don't want to make this political because I think it applies in other ways too, but I would love to see something like, hey, it's okay that you voted for Trump. Tell me why. I want to listen to it. I want to talk to you. I want to understand you. You're my family member or you're my friend. I love you in a million other ways. I'm not going to get emotional or angry. I'm just going to understand you. And I think we're, we, we've just become so comfortable with, and I think social media breeds this. It's just like writing people off, unfollowing people or pushing people away rather than saying, hey, like, this is a world we're going to have really diverse viewpoints. Let's talk about them. Let's understand each other. And, and at the same time, like I think too, if you're on the Trump side and you're so close minded that you're going to say like, Hey, liberal person, you, you like this, that, or the other thing you're, you're dead to me. That that's the same, that's the same problem. It's um, it's very, it's very there in politics, but it's there in other areas as well. And I just, I, I can talk, I could talk to a Nazi and have a conversation with him and try and reach him or try and understand. I, I could do that without being an emotional anger mess. Stories make us all feel a little more connected to the world because hearing that someone else is offended by something that you're offended by, it honestly makes me think that maybe I'm not in the wrong for feeling this way. That maybe the other person that is offending me, maybe that's the cause of it. And maybe I'm not the one that's weird for thinking that. Hopefully. No matter what's happening to you right now, know you're not alone. And I think we need to hear that now more than ever. We're all in this big story called life together. So what offends you? What drives you crazy? What is the proverbial grinding your gears? We want to hear it. Send us an email or a voicemail clip to behindeverystory at gmail.com and we'll play it on an episode. Thank you so much for joining us here on Behind Every Story. 
you like what you heard, please consider subscribing on your favorite podcast streaming app or sharing our podcast to your friends and family and random people. Or even better, uh, go ahead and share this episode with someone who makes you a little cranky and offends you. That's even more fun. Go ahead and like us and follow us on Facebook at Behind Every Story Podcast to stay up to date on all our newest episodes and to be aware of when we start calling out for people who want to share their story on the show. And you can always find us on BehindEveryStory.com. Great storytellers make the world a smaller and more intimate place. Thank you to all the storytellers out there, big and small. And thank you to our guests this week who shared their feelings. Brett, Bob, Brandon, Chris, Chris, Daniel, John, Lauren and Ryan, M, Mark, Marie, Michael, Potato Johnson, Rob, Sarah, Stella, Sean, and Zach. I've been your storyteller, Jason Osterkamp, and it's been a pleasure sitting around the campfire with you. Join us again next time when I get to ask everyone, what is your favorite go-to fact telling people? And then they would look at you and go, why do you know this? I'm super excited for this one. I'll see you again next time on Behind Every Story. Thank you.